Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials for the buy one, get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All you got to do, Renegade Nation, is enter the promo code RENEGADE or call 1-800-889-6817 for these great specials. That's 1-800-889-6817. Use the promo code RENEGADE. Please be aware, the stories, theories, reenactments, and language in this podcast are of an adult nature and can be considered disturbing, frightening, and in some cases, even offensive. Listener discretion is therefore advised. Welcome, heathens. Welcome to the world of the weird and unexplained. I am your host, Nicole Delacroix, and together we will be investigating stories about the things that go bump in the night. Monsters lurking under your bed or deep in the forest. That unknown creature lurking just out of sight. Frighteningly imagined creatures, ghosts, supernatural beings, and even some unsolved mysteries. So, sit back, grab your favorite drink, and prepare to be transported to today's dark enigma. And on today's dark enigma, well, I'm feeling pretty creepy today. So, I brought my creeptastic game for you guys. That's right. Well, with that said, we will still be playing our drinking game. And as you know, the drinking game is only for those of us that are at home and have nowhere else to go tonight. The choice of libation, my darlings, is always yours. So choose your poison accordingly. All right, now for the game part. How about every time I say internet or interwebs, because you know I prefer to call it that, that's going to be a single shot. And every time I say disturbing or sinister, that will be a double shot. I know you guys are going, yay, it's about the interwebs. That's right, because I love the interwebs. All right, now that we have the business end out of the way, we can jump headfirst into today's dark enigma. So grab your favorite blankie, turn on all the lights, and beware what lurks amongst the interwebs. That's right. I have more of the creepiest unexplained enigmas of the interwebs. Mwahaha. By the way, before we get into it, I want everybody to silently send a happy birthday to my bestie, Ivy. It is her birthday tomorrow. So everybody say happy birthday. Okay, we'll go on now. <laughs> Not long ago, I brought you guys the story of some truly bizarre interwebs thingies. 
And, well, you guys really seem to like it. <laughs> and people were really interested in this phenomena. And I realized, well, there are so many more tales of strangeness on the realm of the unexplained. So, today we will delve once again into the very odd, mostly very creepy domain of internet hauntings, curses, unsolved mysteries, and, well, just plain strangeness. Oh, and don't forget, nightmare fuel. <laughs> okay, I'm having way too much fun today, I gotta stop. The internet has proven to be a vast wellspring of various kinds of darkness, bafflement, horror, supernatural phenomena, and, well, pure insanity. <laughs> and, well, today we will boldly venture right into all of its splendid spookiness and oddity. Herein lies some more of the most bizarre, strangest, and eeriest phenomena to inhabit the expansive wasteland of the wide web. So, well, continue at your own risk. That's right, because it could be dangerous ahead. You never know. Among the most popular and numerous of inexplicable occurrences on the internet is that of mysterious often purportedly cursed videos or photos that seem to lurch forth from some wellspring of horrors, or even perhaps from the depths of hell itself. Undoubtedly designed to be disturbing and unsettling in nature, some of these videos and images have gone beyond mere weirdness to firmly entrench themselves into the lore of internet legend casting about themselves a seemingly impenetrable air of enigma and mystery, even at times apparently reaching out into the real world. These are clips, photos, and videos that seem to be imbued with more than just weird imagery and horror, perhaps even embodying something beyond our very understanding. One very unsettling photograph that has become synonymous with curses and madness and has lodged itself deeply into the interweb legend is what has come to be known simply as the smiling dog. And no, I'm not talking about that cute little brown and white one that smiles kind of funny. No, this one is creepy. The origin of the photo can be traced back to the 1990s, oh, way back to the 1990s. In the infancy of the internet, when a strange photograph was posted to the very popular forum, Usenet, it was simply called smile.jpg. The haunting image shows a husky dog in a dimly lit room with a very disturbing human-like smile plastered across its face, complete with straight, human-looking teeth. After one gets over the initial, almost primal shock of seeing this unsettling sight, one's eyes might pry themselves off of this horror to drift off to the corner of the picture where a ghostly red hand lurks, seemingly to be reaching out to you, beckoning even. The photo was accompanied by no explanation, no captions, and no hint as to who had actually posted it or why. It is perhaps no surprise at all that sinister lore began to spring up around the image almost immediately, 
and a whole ominous backstory began to form around it. The story that most became associated with the image was that an amateur writer had visited a reclusive old lady who had offered to give him ideas for a horror story. When the writer arrived, it is said that he found the woman locked away in her room, practically stark raving mad, and incessantly ranting on and on about how she had been infected by the insanity of an image she had seen on a floppy disk. Yeah, those of you that are young, floppy disks used to be pretty prevalent. Okay, I'm feeling really old now. (laughs) Alright, so she's seen this on a floppy disk, which just happened to be, you guessed it, our smile.jpg. The woman claimed that she had had unstoppable, vivid nightmares ever since viewing it, and others who had seen it when she had released it had also gone hopelessly insane. She ended up giving the writer the disc just to be rid of it, only later said to have supposedly committed suicide under the onslaught of her visions, and well, the rest is the stuff of interweb legend. The original photo has been said to have been mostly lost, with most images of the smiling dog seen now said to be fakes or recreations, but its effects have been well rumored of. The picture is said to have caused a wide variety of reactions in those who have seen it. One of the most persistently reported rumors is that it has the ability to incite intense epileptic fits in those who look upon it. This rumor is supported by an unverified tale that in 2002, the satire website Something Awful was flooded with the image by an unknown hacker, and that this caused a mass epidemic of large numbers of people falling victim to uncontrollable epileptic seizures. Now I'm going to note, for the record, I've seen the image. I did not have any epileptic seizures, but I will say this much. It is kind of creepy, and I did have a nightmare, but luckily that has passed. The photo, in its early days, was also said to cause unavoidable, creeping insanity, as it infected the minds of those who saw it to invoke within them uncontrollable nightmares, visions, hallucinations, and irresistible obsessions. Okay. So I had the nightmare, didn't have any visions, no hallucinations, and you know my irresistible obsessions. Chocolate. Anyways, one common report is that the spooky image will constantly intrude upon people's waking thoughts, obscuring their concentration and slowly driving them mad. It was also said to compel those who saw it to show it to someone else in order to pass on the curse. This impeding insanity was enough that it is said that many of the early Usenet users who saw it committed suicide in order to escape the stalking specter of the smiling dog in their every thought, which many have accused of not being a dog at all, but rather a demon of some sort. The original photo itself has seemed to have remained elusive, although countless people have claimed to have seen it hiding on the net and to have fallen victim to its dark effects. In the years since its alleged appearance, the smiling dog image has become a persistent internet legend and has been accused of being everything from a hoax to a fictional short story that spun out of control. 
to an actual real demon influencing the world and its inhabitants through the dark photo. This whole tale smacks of mere spooky urban legend, and, well, it probably is. But it is certainly one of the creepier interweb stories that are floating around out there, and it has not stopped inciting debate and speculation even to this very day. So, go look it up. No, just kidding, don't. It really is a creepy picture, and you will have a nightmare, but other than that, it's just a picture. Now, there are plenty of supposed cursed videos on the internet as well. And one of the earliest and creepiest of these is a little piece of nightmare fuel with the unwieldy title of Mariana Mordegard Gleskorf. Yeah, say that five times fast, right? <laughs> the original two-minute video was uploaded onto YouTube back in 2008 when the site was, well, still in its infancy and features the titler man, titler man, I guess, simply staring intently and unsettlingly into the camera against a color-filtered blood-red black backdrop before suddenly cracking a very evil-looking smile. That's it. That's the whole video. But for such a simple-sounding piece of footage, it is deeply disturbing for reasons one cannot quite put their finger on. And it went on to spur, to spur rumors that it was heavily cursed. It is claimed that the video was impossible to watch for long before one simply had to look away. And that no one could stand watching it for more than 45 seconds before they would either have to avert their eyes, break down crying, or start screaming. If one were to make it all the way through that final demonic smile... It was said that the video would inevitably drive them completely, violently insane. Rumors abounded of people watching the clip all the way through, only to begin cutting themselves with knives, or in more extreme tales, actually ripping out their own eyeballs, even purportedly sending their disembodied eyes to the YouTube offices or committing suicide in a fit of insanity. Now, I'm going to stop here before we go on because I'm going to say that if you've ever done this, and you can try this with your friends and family, to just sit across from somebody and stare at them without speaking, without saying anything, no huffs, no puffs, no none of that stuff, just sit there and stare at them for two minutes, you really can't do it. It's human nature. It bothers us to stare. It really does. And the more you can sit there and stare at somebody, well, that's that's just how much more of a psychopath you are. No, I'm kidding. You're not. It's just human nature. You're inevitably going to giggle, especially if you're staring at somebody. You're going to giggle. You're going to crack a smile. You're going to do something because it's human nature. It just bothers us. The fact that this person was able to film themselves for two minutes straight without any kind of movement, without changing their facial expression, to end in this really evil smile, I can see why that would be unsettling because it goes against our nature. Anyways, I'm going to go back to the story now. I just wanted to put my five cents in there. Anyways, others supposedly carved cryptic inscriptions into their forearms, which cannot be decoded. Many of those who claim to have been held in the grip of the cursed video reported not being able to remember what had happened during their episode. Indeed, it was rumored that YouTube took the video down because so many people were going mad and hurting themselves after watching it. 
When the video resurfaced again, it had been heavily edited down to only 20 seconds in length, which was said to have been in order to avoid its sinister effects, as well as for YouTube to show that it was not cursed and possibly to keep people from searching for the full-length version video. The legend of the video goes that it was never discovered who had originally posted it or why. The story of Mariana Mortegard Glesgorf went viral and exploded across the interwebs. The video was widely discussed amongst paranormal enthusiasts and regularly featured on blogs, forums, and websites about the mysterious. Well, like, well, this one. Because, <laughs> you know, it's fun. And it was the subject of countless articles and chain emails. Interestingly, the video gained particular prominence in Russia, where it was incredibly popular and much talked about on numerous blogs and forums, with many claiming that it was some sort of mind control weapon designed by the U.S. Secret Service or some other shadowy government organization. It was aliens! I swear it was aliens. Okay, you know I had to say it at least once. Well, this is all most definitely frightening. It is mostly thought that the whole Mariana Mortegard Glesgorf's tale originated as a piece of creepypasta, which is fictional stories written of as if they're real phenomena and which often birth persistent internet urban legends. Adding to the evidence that it is actually a hoax is the fact that another YouTube video was later released that explained the entire episode as a sham created by an E-Bombs World user who had used a picture of a man they claimed was a marketing coordinator at an LA-based advertising agency that had been found on a web design site called HillmanCurtis.com and who was later claimed by Russian bloggers to be a man named Byron Cortez. Despite all of this, the video has maintained a cult following and plenty of conspiracy theorists who still claim that the video is more than it actually appears to be. Indeed, there are many who still claim that there is something sinister about the clip, that it has the ability to cause the rumored effects, that this is all a true story, and who dare not watch it all the way through. Those who believe the tale say that the talk of a hoax is, fa is fake. Or that even using the photo of a known person, the creator was somehow able to craft a potent cursed clip and claim that there have been attempts to enact a cover-up of the video's true evil origins. Whatever the case may be, Mariana Mortegard Glesgorf is still so undeniably spooky and popular that in the years since its first appearance, there have been numerous variations created by internet users many of which are at least deeply unsettling, if not exactly cursed. Cursed or not, I'm sure it will at the very least freak you out a little bit. So have fun, my darlings. Check it out. Now, some videos are more famous for being incomprehensible or just plain rad, odd rather than having any particular dark purpose or curse behind them. Well, that we know of anyway. One very creepy video that set the internet on edge was the fear-inducing clip called I Feel Fantastic. 
The clip features a creepy, mannequin-like android that stares blankly at the camera, with eyes straight from the uncanny valley, standing near a darkened window in a set made up to look like a living room as it sings, I feel fantastic, over and over again, in a flat, lifeless, monotone voice, with the video suddenly and inexplicably at one point cutting to footage of a patch of grass. Besides the surreal, nightmarish quality to the whole thing, the video is notable in that no one can figure out just where in the world it came from. It was claimed by Reddit users to have first made its appearance under the title, I Didn't Make This, and when the poster was contacted, he claimed that he had received it from a company that makes strange video clips. However, when the company was contacted, they seemed to have no idea of where it had come from either. When the enigmatic video was further studied, it was ascertained that it had been likely made on a constructed set using a fake living room with fake windows looking out onto nothing. But that's just what we know and what anybody knows about it. Since the video has reached cult status, it has been suggested that this is a video posted by, you guessed it, a serial killer to announce his work with the android representing the woman supposedly killed and the patch of grass where she is buried. It's still unknown who made this weird little clip and for what reason. All we do know is that it is without a doubt very creepy to watch and one of the more chilling videos out there because seriously I don't want to be inside that head. Adding to the bad dreams is also the YouTube video called Grave Robbing for Morons, which originally appeared on YouTube and was claimed to have been taken from a VHS video of the same name. The 27-minute long video is a sort of how-to documentary that follows around an unidentified man as he goes about robbing and defiling graves, all the while explaining to the viewer how to do it how to deal with witnesses, how to handle the body parts, and how to avoid getting caught. Creepy! Throughout it all, the host shows off skulls and loot he has collected from various graves, as well as sharing stomach-churning anecdotes and descriptions about what he has seen and done. At the end, the man takes credit for making looting cemeteries popular and promises the audience that Houdini's grave would be his next target before doing a hang-loose sign, after which the whole bizarre video ends. So far, no one can quite figure out who the video first came from or whether it's real or not. Some say that it is all real, while others say it's just a hoax some sort of weird art project, or a pseudo-reality snuff film like the infamous Faces of Death series. It's unlikely we will ever know for sure since the man in the video has never really been identified, the origin of the video has never been verified, and indeed whether it really even existed on VHS or not is still unknown. But grave robbing for morons remains a rather odd little internet mystery that is sure to keep debate going for some time to come. Perhaps equally as disturbing and enigmatic as any of these videos is another clip that has become a prominent internet mystery, and it is said to hold very dark implications. The original title of the video was written in the binary text, 
0110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110110
While it was originally reported that it was first posted by the tech site, others disagreed. One YouTube poster claimed that it was they who first found the video, saying that it had been sent to him online by a friend of his who had found the DVD in a park in Spain. The user claimed that Gadget's claims were false, and further insisted that he or she had nothing to do with the actual creation of the clip. Others have claimed to have found the actual location where the clip was shot, at an abandoned insane asylum in Poland. However, it is still totally unknown who made the video and uncertain as to who originally found it or what it all could possibly mean. The deeply discomforting Plague Doctor video has been theorized to be many things. One is that it is an encoded message from some sinister terrorist group to announce some nefarious scheme to attack the United States or its president, possibly with biological weapons as hinted at with the Plague Mask. There is also the idea that it is some sort of mind control experiment. This theory has been supported by those who have claimed that watching the bizarre images and hearing the odd sounds has evoked a deep sense of dread and unease, as well as symptoms such as severe as faintness and nausea. It's also, of course, possible that this is all just a sick prank or hoax, someone just playing mind games and enjoying the online reaction that they are provoking. And it could maybe even be some sort of viral marketing campaign, because the internet is alive with trolls. In the end, no one really knows for sure, and the Plague Doctor video continues to stir debate and controversy. Now, some mysterious videos on the internet are really hard to classify, and one of these definitely has to be a series of bizarro clips uploaded to YouTube by a user known as Unfavorable Semicircle. Starting on April 5th of 2015, the user began uploading impenetrable clips that have conti continued to confuse and evade explanation to this day. The first of these videos featured four seconds of a silent brown screen featuring a blurry hole or a dot on it. After this initial clip, the user began posting a flood of similarly such weird videos at the rate of one approximately every 10 minutes. Although this rate skyrocketed, skyrocketed in February of 2016 to the point that around three videos a minute were being posted, causing YouTube to suspend the account on February 25th of 2016 for various terms of service violations. By the time the bizarre account was shut down, it had uploaded a mind-boggling 72,000 such odd videos, none of which make any iota of sense many of these clips had titles that were just as weird as the content itself, with a good number of them featuring the zodiac sign for Sagittarius along with random numbers, and around 28,000 videos starting with the word Brill, followed by numbering in ascending fashion. Most of this deluge of clips featured the same sort of silent static background with a dot on it that ranged from 4 to 6 seconds long. Although some of these videos changed things up a bit, which only further deepened the mystery. Occasionally, videos would pop up that were totally blank, while others showed random in images, names, or lines of scrambled digits, sometimes all of the above. 
as well as one video featuring a voice flatly reciting the alphabet, and another that went beyond the typical brief length of the clips to feature a static image set to a full 11 hours of nothing but silence. Yet another clip showed a series of blurry images set to a background of distorted audio, and another contained 10 seconds of sustained, high-pitched squealing that is said to be absolutely spine-tingling to hear. One disturbing detail that made a recurring appearance in some of the videos was an encoded, distant-sounding voice of a man that would recite seemingly random streams of numbers and letters that sounds like total gibberish and at times stating merely a single number. At times, the voice has come across as rather unsettling indeed, being described as something akin to a des distant echoed scream. Although the videos were heavily dissected and picked apart for clues by Reddit users, no one has ever been able to figure out what any of it means, if anything. Of course, with such mystery surrounding it, Unfavorable Semicircle has created a swirl of theories as to what it could have been. One is that it was merely some sort of abstract art project or someone just pulling everybody's leg, because pranks and internet go together. It is also often suggested as being secret encoded videos being used by the government to communicate to spies or agents in the field, like a number station, or even a test by the government for some unknown purpose or a recruitment tool for the super intelligent individuals who are able to crack it. Or the loony bin. Yeah. More far, I, more far out ideas are that it is the result of the machinations of a sentient AI entity, an alternate reality game, interdimensional communication of some kind, or of course, aliens. You know who that came from. That's right. That's me. Aliens. In the end, nobody really knows for sure. An unfavorable semicircle remains an inexplicable conundrum. Also filled with mysterious codes and images is not a video, but a whole inscrutable site known as OCT282011.com, which references a date on the Mayan calendar that was purported to be the date of the apocalypse. The site consists of basically a dark screen upon which features some indecipherable lines of cryptic text and a link. Clicking on the link leads to a page with hand-drawn mystic images of things such as pyramids and even one of what appears to be Schrodinger's cat, as well as what look like scientific diagrams of some sort. There are also featured many baffling messages and a phone number. Upon calling the phone number, it was reported that there was a long silence punctuated by a shrill beeping sound. On occasion, it was reported that odd and creepy sounds such as muffled voices, heavy breathing, or something heavy being dragged across a floor could be heard in the background of the calls. Some people have reported that calling the number more than one time leads to increasing bizarreness, such as screaming, gurgling, and other less definable but repulsive noises, as well as a voice that supposedly says, it's him again. Even after the titular date of the site came and went without the end of the world occurring, it remained not only active, but would constantly be rearranged and changed by unknown parties, often featuring new text, puzzles, images, and codes. Then, it apparently went silent, and changed to a simple page featuring only some banner ads and no trace of the mysteries that it had teamed with once before. 
the phone number that it had been listed also went dark, and the whole strange sight has left puzzlement in its wake ever since. Some of the ideas of what it might have been include that it was some sort of recruitment site for a cult, a government number station type site for transmitting top secret information, the ravings of a madman, a hoax, or a piece of a wide-ranging internet puzzle known as Cicada 3301, a phenomenon which I previously did a show on. But to this day, who is behind the October 28, 2011.com site and its phone number or why, as well as what any of it has meant, remains a mystery. A common thread running through some of these stories so far is the idea that these videos or websites might be secret tools for communication by some shadowy clandestine group or government organization. And indeed, another web mystery is surrounded by such sinister talk. In 2011, some weird activity began to revolve around the Facebook page of a Canadian woman by the name of Karen Catherine Waldegrave who was claimed on the page to be born in London and multilingual, speaking languages as diverse as French, Estonian, Latvian, English, Russian, Gaelic, Latin, and German, as well as holding a PhD from the University of Toronto, Canada. So far, not that unusual, but things got very weird very quickly on this page. Interspersed with somewhat lucid normal posts were rambling, nonsensical ones that were for the most part incoherent nonsense, that were followed by reams of comments from Waldegrave herself, which were just as bizarre and cryptic, and suggested that she was having conversations with herself, often in more than one language. Hundreds of updates and comments would be added to the post, sometimes up to 700 replies within a mere 12 hours, all of them seemingly random gibberish. The posts themselves would come in quick succession, often paragraphs and paragraphs of text that would be posted within minutes of each other, too soon to be deluged with a barrage of strange, meaningless comments. One, one of these such enigmatic posts reads as follows, and I quote, also, the organized criminal pervert network which constructed our upscale condominium building in 1997 is advised to stop peeping tomery in it. An activist social programming while harassing homeowners in a variety of ways, including master key type entry in absentia and aggressive impertinent socialite curiosity. Selling retired entrepreneurial couples, war veterans, and young married couples with toddler-aged children and without, also considering other residents such as young profes professionals such as accountants as renters in the building, $2.5 million worth of real estate. Us, for example, we are married and have spouses for eight years in a long marriage, a second long and faithful marriage for both of us. Lifelong homeowners in Canada, both with the exception of 1947 to 1952. Continuing peeping over the years and other home invading behavior by frequent knocks on the door. End quote. Yeah, that wasn't me just stringing words together, guys. This was actually posted. Yeah, you're right. None of it makes a lick of sense. Yet, it would be followed by reams of comments from the poster herself, all of them just as jarringly bizarre, and some of them posted within seconds of each other, regardless of the length. Q 
Curiously, only a handful of pictures of Waldegrave herself would appear on the page, and in every instance they seemed to be damaged in some way. Many of her posts focused on rants about government conspiracies, and in later days Waldegrave spent a lot of time rambling on about the CIA, the FBI, and the shadowy men in black. She claimed that she was being watched and stalked by them, and that she knew all about their dark dealings. There was also mention of having knowledge of the activities of several international government agencies and their deranged operations. Just as odd, just as this odd Facebook page was starting to make the rounds and draw the attention of those who would learn what it all meant, the page was taken down and dissolved into nothing. There was no sign of where the information had gone, who Karen Catherine Waldegrave was, or whether she was ever even a real person at all. One of the most popular ideas about this page is that it was a sort of communications line for sending coded, encrypted secret information, you know, sort of a bulletin board for spies. Another is that it was a computer program creating random text in order to analyze random text generation. Then there is the possibility that this was the page of a deeply disturbed individual, and that this was a recorded log of her descent into insanity. It's quite possible we will never know for sure, and there has never been any further communication from Waldegrave. Whatever this has, or whatever this was, has dissipated into internet legend. If the government is involved in using the internet for its own purposes, there are certainly other phenomena that seem to support this theory. In March of 2009, a group of researchers from the Information Warfare Monitor in Toronto were checking security measures on the Dalai Lama's network when they stumbled across something ominous indeed. It was discovered that there was a mysterious online network that extended to 1,295 infected hosts in 103 countries, most of who were considered to be high-value targets, such as ministries of foreign affairs, embassies, international organizations, news media, and NGOs. These systems had been hacked and rigged in such a way as to harvest and siphon, on, siphon off sensitive information to send to well, nobody really knows. The invasion of the system, called the GhostNet, showed incredible sophistication with the hacking technology allowing its unknown masters to activate a computer's camera or sound recording equipment, as well as remotely install programs or conversely remove them, all allowing unprecedented access and control of infected computers. While it has been speculated that GhostNet was run by the Chinese government, hence the targeting of the Dalai Lama, no one is quite sure who is behind it all, or where all of that top-secret information has gone off to. Another spooky phenomena attributed to government handiwork is the presence of what are called Internet black holes. It seems that across the vast landscape of cyberspace, there are these mysterious zones that just seem to suck information in, never to be seen again. In these zones, data seems to enter, but never come out the other end, with packets of data, emails, and documents seeming to be digested into nothingness. I kind of feel that's where my webpage has disappeared to. The phenomena has been studied, and since the missing data is expected to have remained somewhere, there have been efforts to track it down by hackers, data professionals, government agencies, and tech firms, but no trace of the missing information has ever been found. In some cases, it has been found that some of these black holes are pulling in information and sending it to an unknown source.
This has led to speculation that these black holes are intentionally laid out by sinister organizations for the purpose of collecting vast amounts of data or making it disappear. But who this could be or what they want remains unknown. The internet has obviously become the next frontier for tales of the spooky and the weird. This is a badlands which is just as deep, impenetrable, and often dangerous as any wilderness out there over the horizon. What forces are at work, operating beyond the periphery of what we see when we log on every day? Are these tales of mysterious, mysterious entities, unknown organizations operating in the murk out of view? or just the rantings of the troubled or insane. There can be no doubt that in this ever-widening vast realm we know of as the internet, there are phenomena and mysteries that may forever elude us. This is ground zero for the unexplained of the digital age. Moving on from old houses and decrepit ruins, this new domain of cyberspace has become the new frontier of ghost stories, and it takes turns to the bazaar. Although we may use the internet every day without incident, it is a sobering thought that out there in cyberspace lurks such strangeness, demons, and madness waiting to pounce upon those who stumble across it. And with that, my darlings, sweet dreams tonight. And with that, we've come to the end of the episode. And I thank you for joining me here today, and I hope you'll take the time to reach out to me and share your thoughts on what you think. You can always reach me and the show at darkenigmapodcast at gmail.com. And if you have suggestions for a future show, you just want to tell me what you think, you're bored and you need somebody to talk to, drop me a line because I do reply to every single email. And on that note, that is all the time I have for you this evening. Thank you for joining me here on Renegade Talk Radio. And you guessed it, don't forget to tune in next time. See you, my heathens. I love you. We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.